going on, everyone? Feels like it's been 10 years since we've podcasted last. It's your boy, Bobby D. Six of Beers Podcast with Kyle Hiscock, Tyler Hickey. The gang is back. It's been freaking four months, I think, since our last podcast, end of February, early March. You know, we've just finished up with the uh, end of the trade deadline. And we're getting, we were getting close to playoffs at the time. I think there was only like 10 or 12 games left of the regular season before the big COVID shit hit. Um, I think our last episode, I interviewed a couple of the guys who are close friends of the pod, who are uh, respective play-by-play analysts for their AHL teams, Rob Lopolis of the Binghamton Devils and Ryan Tosti of the Texas Stars. That was like a big, what the fuck is going on conversation with uh, guys connected to AHL squads. Um, But now that it's been a few months, we're back. Playoff hockey's right around the corner. The exhibition games are going on as we record this. Philly just knocked off Pittsburgh 3-2 in overtime. First game in four months goes into overtime. Thank you, NHL. That was great. Uh, Scott Lawton or whatever his name is. Yep, Scott Lawton. Buried a breakaway beauty top shelf. Hockey's back. First of all, Quick question. What do we think of the arena setups in the, in the hubs? Did you guys check out the screenshots and all the photos slash you watched some of the game today? What do we think? Thoughts? I, I thought the, the setup today in Toronto was pretty sick looking actually in terms of what they did with like covering, covering seats in the stands to make it not look so uh, like Empty. bare. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, like bare a full Panthers game. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I haven't seen what I haven't seen. I know they had some issues out there in Edmonton with the rink flooding. I know they had a bunch of stuff that they had to get done, um, but I haven't seen I haven't seen any of those photos yet. But the one with Toronto today on TV, I mean, it was uh, it looked good on TV. I mean, honestly, yeah. you know, it was, it, it, it was it pretty clean. As, yeah, yeah, it wasn't as weird as I was anticipating. I was kind of anticipating it being like a going to a men's league game and just hearing the guys yell at each other on the ice during the broadcast. It wasn't like that at all. So, yeah, they were they were pumping in some, not super uh, not super loud because yeah. Fox with uh, Major League Soccer they they and the Premier League too they pump in like really loud fake noise. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Premier League did it great this year, MLS not so much. But I enjoyed it. There was some banter on Twitter about how it felt like a sitcom at some points. But yeah, I, mean, I give the people what they want, unfiltered just chirping going back and forth mic everybody up that's what everybody wants you know if it's too controversial like uh who's about that stated on uh, twitter about the peacock oh yeah pete blackburn of cbs yeah. sports put on you know make it um whatever pay-per-view or whatever something yeah. like that but people would buy into it i know i would but 100%. it was pretty clean overall you know I was kind of half expecting it to be like a European hockey team where there's just uh, branding everywhere, you know, just trying to sell out the um, the sponsors and everything. So overall, looked pretty good, and we're back, boys. Mm-hmm. Yep, we're I thought back. I thought it was pretty interesting and, and kind of cool that, and I'm guessing this was probably part of the uh, bargaining CBA was that if you notice on on the team's respective halves to the ice, they actually had advertisements for companies or organizations within their own city oh that's pretty cool so pittsburgh had like ppg because that's the name of their arena i believe is ppg yeah. paints mm-hmm. arena and yep. philly had some wells fargo stuff down at the other end and they're half of the ice yeah. um they also had uh uh university of pittsburgh medical center like ads on the board so i thought that was a, a nice touch i'm sure it's because the advertisers for those yeah. teams probably required that or the teams required that but i thought that was yeah. kind of Cool. They may be. They may be digital. I'm, I'm guessing they're dig- digitally put on there. I don't. I can't. I, I bet you they are. They yeah. can't be switching them out every game. I can't no. imagine that. But it's just like the ones that they put behind the net. Or the too. Yeah. Yep. Yep. It's yep, probably yep. just like. But I mean, that's good. You know, get get more revenue going for the NHL. So. Mm-hmm. Yep. You don't got the fans to make to make your revenue. So. Yep. Um, no, I liked it. Well. Before we get into any more deep diving conversations, Kyle, it looks like you're the only one on the podcast that is sticking with our brand tonight. And uh, I, you know, I had a few blue light seltzers earlier today. I'm a big fan of those now. Oh yeah. The blue ones are the best so far that I've tried. But uh, what, what beer you got over there, Kyle? 
I'm uh, sipping on a little other half, Diamond Vibrations. Hey, now. A uh, little Imperial IPA and uh, coming in at, you know, a, a minimal 8.4%. Jesus. Minimal. <laughs> I would be drunk. <laughs> it's, just, it's the type of beer where I have one, you know, while we podcast. Mm-hmm. Just sipping it. on it. You can't, it, you, it. Can't, you can't afford to, to drink that beer going rogue. You, you, Absolutely not. Not at $20 a four pack. Absolutely not. Jesus. Well, I guess uh, let's jump into the qualifying rounds. Um, let's start in the East as we always typically do. Uh, the, the top four teams, like we were talking about before uh, recording, uh, based off of points per game, correct, Tyler? Uh, yeah, yeah, points percentage. Are all uh, dumped into the top four pool where they're going to be doing a round robin while the other – Teams 5 through 12 battle it out uh, to get in. Um, the first I – don't, I don't even know where to go with this because there's – typically, you know, there's 16 teams. Now we got freaking 24 teams, 77% of the league. It's I'm perfect. A, I'm a little I flustered. I'm flustered with how many teams to – even where to start. Um, Chaos, baby. I love it. So, I guess just uh, – let's just, you know, throw – like just dive right in. What matchups are we most anticipating um, slash least anticipating? Like, which ones do we think are going to be absolute snooze fests that you put on at night to try and fall asleep to? Um, most likely to have an upset. Most likely to be swept. Uh, Tyler, where uh, you you start with the East, Kyle? You're a big West guy. You jump in with the West, and I'll uh, I'll throw my uh, hat in the ring in either conference. Okay. All right. Um... Well, I think there's two series I'm really looking forward to. That is Carolina versus New York mm-hmm. Rangers. Um, I think that could be very interesting, even despite the the difference in seedings. And then Toronto versus Columbus. Um, I, I really like this. I'm, you know, you guys, I'm a basic Columbus fan, and, you know, I always root for them. But it's a hardworking team and see if they're going to get any magic that they did against Tampa last year. Um, but this – New York Canes or uh, Hurricanes, like that's going to be, a, I think, probably the best first round, maybe second best. I see a couple less teams I like, but like it just, Rangers are so hot going into the break. Carolina's got that up tempo, control the game kind of system, and, you know, Rob the Bot is going to have them working hard. So I think that's going to be a good five game matchup going five games. Um, you consider the favorite in that? Would you consider Carolina just based on seeding? Uh, honestly, I have them pretty even. Okay. It, it's going to come down to a couple goals and a couple saves the whole series. So I, I would agree. I would say that series comes down strictly to goaltending. Yeah. Strictly and, to goaltending because Carolina's a suspect and at times, and, and yep. the Rangers are rolling. I'm guessing they're rolling. Three goalies. Working, right? they're, I, I, would go, I would say they would go start with Hank. First. Oh, oh my gosh. I think they do. He's got the experience and like oh. he's been lights out against Carolina his whole career. Yeah. I'm a big uh, Hank, Hank fan, but I just don't – I don't know how you can roll. I mean, he struggled all year long. His numbers were uh, – I think – Not good. Yeah, he wasn't old Hank, but like he's still Hank and his underlying numbers are still pretty good, even though he's not – he wasn't really getting a lot of defensive help. You can see the games between – Justerkin and him, and there's a lot. There's a big difference in the defensive coverage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's gonna be interesting. And just one little side note: Has there ever been so many goalie controversies going forward with number one goalies? For true, I think there's maybe six teams that have a guaranteed number one in the yeah. playoffs. Yeah, maybe seven. Yeah. But that's a side note. We can get back to that. Um, Upset. The only upset possible, I think, out of the East is if the Habs can be Penguins, which I do not have. I don't think they're they match up very well. It would all be on Carey Price if they do win. Yep. And then interesting the defensive Islanders versus uh, high-powered Florida Panthers. See how that one goes. Who wins, defense or offense? A couple points I'd like to make with. Yeah. Uh, not really rebuttals, but just, you know, add-ons. Yeah. I think uh, from Elliot Freeman's 31 Thoughts uh, article, whether it was his most recent one or the one before, 
I think it's funny how Montreal, like they sold, they were sellers at the deadline and they packed it in and now they're the 12th seed. And I guarantee you, like, I mean, sure. They, more the majority of that team probably wants to be in there, but it's gotta be a weird dynamic on a team where you knew the general manager and management, upper management knew the season was done and they sold Mm -hmm. Um, and now you're back in the thick of things, and you have to go play Sidney Crosby and the Penguins. So, like, same with sorry, Bob. Same with like Chicago. They still yeah. their number one goalie, mm-hmm. and I mean, like Corey Crawford still had a good year, but Leonard was, I think, a lot better. But yeah, it is different. I mean, so I'm I'm just curious as to like what the mindset is. Like, you know, they're getting a second uh, chance, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, whether they step up to the plate or not, that's gonna be interesting to pan out. It's a I, tough, tough matchup. You know, I'm not – clearly we are not in the NHL, but, like, it's it's still mind-boggling. Like, from a fan's perspective, when you look at stats, Carey Price is not even, like, a top eight goalie in the league anymore. And mm-hmm. for, for the past, like, what, two or three years, the players' union, when they do that poll, it is night and day that he's still the best goalie in the league based off of players' opinion. So mm-hmm. there's something there um, – you know, clearly he still has the respect of the players, but who knows if he can even back it up. I still think uh, – I think that's one uh, matchup that can be a sweep. Um, we'll see if there's going to be any other ones. I, um, yeah. I, think the mo- I think the most interesting thing about coming out of the East, I'm more intrigued to watch the round robin with those four teams. Yeah, how, they, how do they treat it? You know, do they you know, go light mm-hmm. on each other? No way. No way. I think the round robin is going to be a slaughter fest because you're, you're in essence, you're playing for the number one seed. You're yeah. playing, you're playing for the conference and those, those four teams, Philly, Boston, Washington, Tampa, and that's some gills are going to be some good hockey games. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though they're only playing each other once, those are going to be some unbelievable hockey games. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how you pick a winner. I mean, I would think Boston and Tampa are going to be your two teams that you would think would be the one, two seed, but who knows? Yeah, that's that's going to be almost more interesting than the play-in game. Some of the play-in, like you said, Bob, like the play-in series, I could easily see Montreal get swept unless if Carey Price isn't old Carey Price with air quotes, mm-hmm. uh, that could get ugly quick. I think because that team just doesn't have the roster surrounding them. Yeah, they just they just can't match up with no the the high powered of you know Crosby, Getzel, Malkin. Yeah, and if they're rolling, then, you know, that's going to be hard to stop them no matter who you are. I'm still in that party of um, to go to a different matchup in the East of Toronto versus Columbus. I think Columbus can knock them off. Oh, yeah. I, I wholeheartedly think they will be coming in with a uh, – just, you know, on a fucking mission. Tortorella is probably calling every single one of his players for the past, like, two months – and just Jeter. yeah just being in their <laughs> ear and those guys are going to come out flying and they're all healthy Seth Jones is back most mm-hmm. of their goalies are going to be healthy I'm assuming that's one of the goaltending battles that you were uh, oh yeah mentioning earlier oh yeah and as a tandem I would take Toronto or uh, Columbus's goalies over this past season versus Toronto's mm. um and I know it's been said and they they Elliot Friedman said it before other guys on Twitter with blue check marks have said it like Toronto has to, they have to just be ready for it. But people think that Columbus underestimate Toronto's like readiness, I suppose of, you know, willing to actually want to grind it out versus Columbus. Like, you know, Columbus is going to come in block shots, take the body. That's That's their game plan. But people think Columbus might underestimate Toronto's willingness to match that. So I know I'm going to be watching that series very closely because I also really want one of those let's play bubble hockey t-shirts that the Columbus Blue Jackets are selling. (laughs) Did you guys see those? those? Yeah, those Those are great. Great, great marketing right there. They're for sale too. And I think uh, like half the proceeds go to charity and stuff like that. So I might get one. Yeah, I would. Yeah. I think, I think the break, I think, Toronto is one of the top teams that benefited out of this break the most, the pause, honestly. I think it gives them a second to like 
take a step back and be like, holy shit, we're not doing what we need to do. We're not as good as, as people might've think, you know, think we should be. Mm-hmm. I could easily see that going to sweep, to be honest with you. Really? If, if that, if Toronto doesn't put it this way, if Toronto doesn't win that series. What happens in that, to that franchise? They're already in an absolute the fan bases. The fan base yeah. is sick of it. They're, they're in a cap nightmare. Mm-hmm with their, with their team. I mean, if they don't win, if they don't go to at least the playoffs, quote unquote, again, it's the qualifying round. I don't call the playoffs, but if they don't win their qualifying series against Columbus, I mean, you know, you've missed the playoffs basically. And yikes in your hometown. Do you have, you know, (laughs) that's the worst part. I think I give a little weight to them because they're in Toronto. I mean, it's not really home ice advantage, but it kind of is. Um, So their it's their rank. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. They know that, a couple of bounces and stuff. and that, That'll be a good one. I, I, the, all the series in the Easter, I think, will be pretty good ones. It'll definitely be pretty interesting. I, I think there's a couple in the West, if we want to swing yeah, over that way. Yeah, that's how way, That I think will be not as interesting. Um, so, for the qualifying rounds, we have uh, Arizona playing Nashville. Chicago playing Edmonton, Minnesota playing Vancouver, and Winnipeg playing Calgary as the four qualifying rounds. And then the, the round robins between uh, St. Louis, Colorado, Dallas, and the Vegas Golden Knights. A um, couple series I don't see being that interesting, and you guys feel free to jump in if you agree. Um, I don't think the Chicago-Edmonton series or the Minnesota-Vancouver series are going to be anything – Oh, I'm all in for this Edmonton Blackhawks. Entertaining from the perspective of it's going to be competitive? Yeah, I think it's going five games, and I'm betting wow. the over in every single one of those games. Well, I don't blame you on that necessarily, but you really think that's going to go five games? I think so. Wow. I think Patty Kane has at least one game in him, and I think Taze can take one game by himself too. Wow. Between wow. Taze and Crawford, I think they can each – they can take one game, and then Kane will take one game. Wow. Something like that. And I mean, Edmonton, obviously they have Leon and Connor, but the rest of the lineup isn't that great. So they definitely have, they have flaws. And, you know, Kane, I mean, you know, it's age old. They've been there before, but I mean, Kane is still Kane. Yeah. So I'm not going to completely throw in the for them. Okay. I am biased. To, uh, I'm rooting for Vancouver because if they make the playoffs, if they win their, their play-in matchup, then the Devils get their first-round pick. So I'm basically watching this entire playoffs, qualifying rounds, whatever you want to call it, for chaos. Obviously, upsets, let's go Columbus, like we just said. But also, I'm rooting for Vancouver, and I'm rooting for Arizona as well. I don't think you have any issue on the first rooting for Vancouver because I, I, don't, I don't think – Again, I mean, they're a team out of the Central, but I don't think Minnesota is going to match up well against Vancouver. And you, these, you, you think Minnesota's going to beat Vancouver? I think it's another five-game series, yeah. Wow. So, it just – I mean, Minnesota, like, they were playing so well under um, Dean Edmondson. Like, Fiala started to turn it up. You know, it's just – they got some, you know, pre a suitor guys been around the block. Their def- – their core – Defensive core is so much better than, you know, uh, Vancouver's. They obviously don't have the high power, the, the firepower, but yep. I think they can they can sweep out, a, you know, three three to two games here. Okay. Well, it's going to be weird, too, with these – like how you mentioned with Toronto and the, you know, the four-month layover, getting back to playing could benefit them. I think it really benefits the teams that are on the older side, too, because all of those guys are, like – Yep. Refreshed. They're refreshed. Mm-hmm. They're healthy yeah. now. Yeah. Um, it might take them like a little longer to get up to speed, but you know, that's coaching staff to get them going at their respective training camps. So I could see that happening, Tyler, you know, Minnesota could squeak that out. You never know. It, Devin Dubnik, which Devin Dubnik is going to show up. Yeah. Um, Actually, I don't I, even I, think he has a net to start. Uh, I think it goes to stay lock. Well, and he wasn't hurt. He was just dealing with a lot of personal family stuff throughout yes. the season which obviously, like, mentally, it's very that, that, that could be worse than any physical ailment 
Mm-hmm. Um, so hopefully everything is good on that end um, in which I think if he's mentally ready, I think coaching staff gives him the net. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I said, I, I just think, I think yeah, I'm always of the, the party of, you know, a good offense can still beat out a quality defense. You can have really good defense and still lose a game two to one just because mm-hmm. those offensive guys are going to find a way to get to the net eventually. So, yeah, but I think uh, I want to say, like, after Dean Emerson took over, I think Minnesota was, like, top 10 in scoring, though. That's good. For the time period. So, I mean, they, they obviously, you know, picked up the slack a little bit there to see if it can carry over. But And they sold mm-hmm. their best goal scorer, too. Yeah. Well, that's, that's the thing that blows my mind is, like, I, I don't see them scoring enough goals to keep up with Vancouver's especially their special teams. Mm-hmm. I think Vancouver's yeah. got the high, way more superior special teams. I mean, their power play was ridiculous, was ridiculous this season. Mm-hmm. Um, and they got a decent tandem too there in that with Markstrom and uh, Thatcher. Thatcher. Yeah. Yep. Thatcher. So I, I, I think that'll be, those were the two series actually. I, you know, I, I would have Edmonton and Vancouver winning relatively easy. And then the other two series that are the qualifiers, um, could go be a coin flip, which is incredible to think because you look at the teams, you know, like Arizona and Nashville, those are two teams that are just they'll, – they'll put you to sleep watching them play hockey. What are those going to be, one-zero games? Ever? I'm taking the under. To your, to your contrary, Tyler, I'm taking the under on all those games. I would too, probably. I mean – There's not enough – there's not – I mean, there's firepower, but it's just not, like, there at the moment. No. Like, I mean, if you, if you go back a couple of years and say, like, Hall, Kessel – Mm-hmm. You know, Duchesne, Johansson, Forsberg. They're like, yeah, that's going to be high-flying, high-power. But just the way both teams have played this year, it's just not there. Yep. Yep. Can we, can, can we all agree that Pekka Rene is the absolute key to that series? Goaltending. He's not starting. Way. He's not starting. I would not start him. Go Saros. Really? You're, Saros you're all about time. Wow. Okay. I still would take Arizona's goalie goalkeeping then. Oh, yeah. Though. Yes, definitely I would take that, but I, Rene, he's out. He's done. You think so? <laughs> I, I would start Saros. Okay. Dude, he was unbelievable, like, the last month of the, the before the pause. I know. He was, like, the number one goalie in fantasy. He was just pumping out wins for them. I know. That's that's crazy. I mean, it's, I know it. I know it is. Like, Rene, he's been there for a while, but, like, he's not very playoff proven either. No. Like, he's, he's not – Crumble machine. I would give the kid a chance. Yeah. He earned it. Yeah. What do we think about the battle of the north there between Calgary and Winnipeg? That's a very good season. Yeah, that's that's good. That's the best series of the of the qualifiers, I think. Yeah. I think, yeah, I yeah, definitely it's I mean Hellbuck should be in the MVP conversation, but he isn't just and I mean both have both teams have good offenses. And Winnipeg's defense finally kind of came into fruition a little bit near the end of the season, started to really, you know, start to click, even though they lost everybody. So, see what happens there. It should be a good, good battle. Yeah, I think that's going to be the best series of the West qualifiers for sure. Yeah. Who's, whose top dogs do you guys rate higher, Calgary's Winnipeg's. or Winnipeg's? Winnipeg's. Scoring-wise, yeah, I'd go wag Winnipeg. They're, they're, I think they're just a little bit deeper, and they've been kind of deeper in the playoffs too. So, I like Calgary. You, know, you know, you definitely know Shifley and Wheeler is going to show up for this because they did a couple years ago when they went to the conference finals. But Monahan and Kudrow haven't really proved it yet. I like the I like the grit that Calgary brings though. With, yeah, with Kachuk and Kachuk Bennett. Bennett you know. Yeah, they got some other guys there that bring some grit. Yeah, but like I mean, Winnipeg's—they're not a small team. They all Shifley, Wheeler, they lean on you. Line he can do there, and then you know, Perot isn't he on the? He's still there, right? Yeah, Perot's he's tiny big, though. He's a little. Yeah, he's not. A, he tries his best. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's um, like that's what I got out of the West qualifiers. Yeah, that's, that's uh solid. <clears throat> why don't we talk a little bit about the little top four round robin action there in the West? Okay. I think Dallas is going to be outplayed. Outplayed? Yep. You think they finished fourth in that? Yep. Well, let me – give me your guys' one, two, three, four. How they end up shaking out in there? 
Yeah. Uh, I, I would go St. Louis, Colorado, Vegas, Dallas. So literally that graphic that you sent us, the photo, you think it's going to be like that? Mm, yes. Yes. <laughs> easy answer, huh? You just spread off the names. Well, and I think that <laughs> – I, I mean, I'd love to put Colorado one, but then I'm a – Then you're the homer. And well, then you have home. your other team, Vegas, too. How are you going to choose between the two teams, Kyle? You got to make a decision. <laughs> I give St. Louis a little bit of an edge just because I think they have the they have a better goaltender in that. Bennington won a cup. He's he's sick. I mean, um, I, that's a tough one. And then you know the other. I think the other side. I think it's going to go St. Louis, Colorado. Either way, those flip flop, and then I think those go one two, and then the other the other two will be either three four. Either way is my is my prediction. I think I think Vegas. Comes first and first. Wow. I Tyler it's the just, hot takes tonight. I love it. DeBoer definitely, you know, definitely really changed that team when he came in. It took and, you them know, he started, a handful of games to get going. Yeah. But once they yeah, got going. Like, yeah, and like Shea Theodore, he's, you know, he put himself in the Norris conversation. You know, Fleury, if he's on, he's, you know, one of the best playoff goalies. You know, and then you think they go to him the first for, to start, or do you yeah. think they go to Leonard? I think they go to him. Okay, because you're been going on coming out with I, these hot takes all night about these goalies. These, no, no, I, like, I mean, ever Leonard was the better goalie, I think. Yeah. But you know, same thing with like the Rangers. I said, but like, Flurry's got the experience, and I think that matters. And like, it's not like he played terrible. Short leashes, though. Can we all agree on that? If a goalie, yes. if, you, if your starter gets lit up game one, you got to you got to. Uh, very capable, short capable backup. You're going to that guy in game two. You don't have, you know, in, in a qualifying round, for example, you don't have seven games to wait it out a couple mm-hmm. couple games. You got to go right to that guy. I would say game two. Yeah, or, or in the round robin, even. You know, let's say. Well, round robin doesn't really matter. I it, it does, but like, you still have a chance to figure it out. Yeah. You see, you have three games to figure it out, and yeah. you know yeah. it's they're kind of expert. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> It's been a few months, Tyler. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, they're like, they're just playing games. You know, they, they set the seating. You know, if you're one, you're four, you know, you're still in the 16. So I don't think it makes a huge difference, but it definitely helps being that one. I think the biggest thing that they lose is, is uh, they don't, they're not playing. They're not going to be playing games at the Fortress, man. I'm telling you, that's that stadium. Whew. Home ice advantage has never been at a, at a greater peak when you're playing. Oh, you're talking about like, Vegas? Yeah, that's why okay. I, I – and I I can't I, – again, another great hot – I don't call it a hot take because obviously they were in the top four of the West, but I see Colorado, St. Louis coming in the 1-2 spot. How about you, Bob? What do you think? Who do you, what's your uh, your prediction out of the round, Robin? Mm, I'm still caught up on Robin Leonard's new Vegas Golden Knights pads. I'll send you guys Sick. the link while I ramble. Um, I think Dallas is finishing fourth. Um, I think they're in like a weird cusp of they're better than most of those rest of the teams in the conference, but they're just not on St. Louis, Colorado's, or Vegas's level yet. Or like they're good defensively, but they yeah. just have no like offensive like punch at all. And that's my thing with them. And Tyler, you'll appreciate this. Like analytically and statistically, their best players aren't even Jamie Benn or Tyler Sagan. It's Gary Onoff and that other kid. Rupe Hintz. Yeah. Yeah, they they definitely carried a lot of the the offensive weight. Those guys need to play more if Dallas wants to have any chance of, you know, making it. I, I, I think they are a team – where they can lose to whoever makes it out of the qualifying. Yeah. Yeah. So let's Add say you know, if, if Dallas comes in fourth, they play Edmonton or Chicago. Yep. They easily yep. could lose to Edmonton. And I could, yep. I, I don't know if they'd lose to Chicago, but Edmonton could easily beat Dallas. Just yeah. from score, so they score three goals in the game and the game, Game's lock, it, lock, it, down, lock yeah. it down. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And you got guys on Edmonton that can do that in the first first period. So, but I just first really, shift, I, <laughs> I really like what uh, Colorado's coach said last week. 
or the oh. week before oh. where he's like, we're going to teach these fucking kids how to hit. Yeah. So no, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They are, they, they probably were killing each other in their training camps. Yep. Um, so, and we got a couple, we got a couple guys too coming in little secret, secret, uh, players we're bringing in there that weren't up, up with the boys during the season. We got, uh, Byram's traveling with the team. He's in the bubble. Mm-hmm. Is, is, Connor, is Connor Timmons coming Timmons up is too? there as well. Yeah. They said he's looked really good in training camp. Sweet. Um, but it'll be interesting to see if Byram gets any looks. I think there'd have to be a few injuries before, but they did also say that the, the, um, the round Robin games, they don't, I read something on Twitter and correct me if I'm wrong. You guys might've read it as well, that the, the, the round Robin games don't count against the 10 games towards their entry level contract. Oh, really? So that's good. So, so they could, so in the round Robin games, theoretically they could suit Byram up one day game just to see what they have before they get into the playoffs. Gotcha. Cause I, I was under the assumption cause like that dude from Minnesota, like the Kirill Kiprisov dude, Kiprisov, they, yeah. they had to burn a whole year of his entry level contract to get him in the playoffs this year. Mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. I mean, I wouldn't do it. I mean, you're supposed yeah. to be nasty. So whatever it get, whatever it takes to get him over here. Yeah. Prove it. You know, um, it's kind of funny because uh, Shirokin, the Islanders goalie, he's oh, ineligible yeah. to play. But he's with the team. Why is wait? Why they so they kept him on the roster even though he's ineligible? Yeah, they brought him with them. Why? I think so. They he signed a, their contract. I don't know the logistics between him and like Kaprizov, but they I know he signed his entry level deal. So the deal's getting burned, or is one one year's getting burned. Yikes. But he's still ineligible to play. I don't know the exact details, but wow, huh? Yeah, interesting stuff. Yeah, definitely. Uncharted territories, boys. Yeah. A lot, a lot of new rules coming out. You know, yeah. new CBA, new yeah. playoff formats. Maybe Olympic hockey coming back, maybe, question Olympic mark. It'd be a fucking awesome. Should be. What, um, we didn't go through the one through four in the East. Um, then we could wrap up this part of the conversation with, mm-hmm. with that. And then we can maybe do some finals or Eastern Conference finals uh, selections and ultimately a Stanley cup winner, but let's talk about the Eastern uh, conference round Robin. Uh, what are we thinking? Are you just going to go with the same one through four in the graphic that you sent us, Kyle? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, uh, like I kind of alluded to earlier that I think the round Robin's more interesting than the actual qualifying games. I agree. In the East. Um, same thing with St. Louis, Colorado. I go with, I think it'll end up being Boston, Tampa one, two. I don't know exactly how that'll shake down, but that would be my prediction. Um, I mean, they Boston's probably been the best team in – not probably. They have been the best team in the NHL all year. And then and Tampa's, got the President's Trophy. Yeah, and Tampa's Tampa. I mean, is this the year they finally actually don't shit the bed in the playoffs like last year? So, that would be my guess. And then I would have, I would have uh, Washington or Philly being 3-4, kind of like Vegas and, and Dallas. Mm-hmm. I'm interested to see how Boston plays or, or sets their lineups. Giving their guys rest because I mean Chara Bergeron, you know they're they're getting up there. Tuca, so you know I mean Bergeron's always injured, something. So I'm wondering how many games they actually play in this round robin. I, I assume one or two, but I wouldn't play them all three. Just not you know, unless it came on, down to the, yeah, unless it came down to the last game and they needed two points to get the W to yeah, get the, to get the first seed. Honestly, the, like the number one seed's either playing Toronto or Columbus. I would stay away from that. <laughs> I was just I was just gonna say that. How many teams do you think in that East don't want to come in first? Because well, if it's Boston, they do. They want to play Toronto. They yeah. <laughs> they, eat, they eat their shit every year in the playoffs. Yeah, they, they mind fuck them every time. And if it's Columbus, yeah, you bet your ass that Lightning are gonna lose that first seed on purpose. Yeah, <laughs> like, fuck that. yeah, they want they want to go against Columbus again. <laughs> I want to be the number two seed. Yeah. Like you play Islanders or the the Panthers, yes, yep. I'd do that. And I agree, I agree with that in the West as well. I'd rather play Vancouver or Minnesota mm-hmm. oh, yeah. than fucking yeah. Calgary or Winnipeg. It, it's it's they they really kind of fucked up. They should have receded, start receding everything again. Aren't they aren't, says, aren't they receding every round though? I don't think so. Are they? I think that was demanded by the players' union that every round going forward okay. they recede. Maybe I didn't see that. I'm thinking how they like how this is just set up because 
I, well, I think it's once the playoffs start. Oh, okay. Moving forward. Oh, gotcha. Yes. Gotcha. So I once see. the 16 teams are settled, they, they recede going forward. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty positive. I wrote, I read that on Twitter. We're hmm. rusty boys. We get a couple, we get a couple passes here. We, yeah. get, we get a couple mulligans on tonight's happy. All right. Here, uh, let's make uh, some selections. Yeah. Give me uh, your team out of the East. Give me your team out of the West. Your champion overall. And then, uh, what is it, the Conn Smythe winner? MVP of the tournament? Conn Smythe too, huh? Wow. Huh. You want to go first, Kyle, or should I send it? You send it. All right. So, I am going to go out of the East. Gonna go Washington. Out of the West, I am going to pick Winnipeg. What? And I am gonna say Winnipeg wins it. Wow, hot takes from Tyler. Jesus, Tyler. What? I'll bet you you Tyler. Smythe, Connor Halbuck. You wanna? I will bet you real cash money that that doesn't happen. All right. Instead of wings. (laughs) <laughs> wings? No, I want my wings. Oh, my wings. They're not. They're not a meal, guys. What are you talking about? Uh, I would bet my. I bet my two finalists against your two finalists. Winner gets five dollars, and if not, it just wipes. Well, big spenders here on the Sticks and Beers podcast. Yeah. Um, <laughs> come on, I won't even chip in for the closest to the pin or birdies. I know, like I take ten bucks from me every week in league. Yeah. <laughs> um. Interesting takes. Tyler, you've been full of hot takes in this pod tonight. I'm, you know, love, just, love to I'm, I'm not picking the, the you know, the, the obvious answers. You know, the Tampa's, the Boston's, the St. Louis's, Vegas, or whatever. You know, I'm just – I'm going under. You know, going – flying under the radar. All right. All right. Uh, I'm going Boston out of the East. And I know I picked Dallas in the preseason to win it all. That was – the pod back in August or whenever the hell we did that July of so a year ago, which is crazy yeah. to think about. Weird. <laughs> Weird. I'm going with the homeboys, the Avs coming out of the West, and I have the Avs taking it down this year with Nathan McKinnon winning the Conn Smythe. I'm going complete homerism this playoffs. That's all I have left. COVID stripped everything else from my life, so I'm just that's all I have left. Uh, one question: Who's the starting goalie for the Avs? <laughs> that's a great question, but. Uh, <laughs> I would have to say they got to give it to Grubauer. They're go, they're going they're going to roll Grubauer, and again tight leash. I would see them going actually Grubauer, Francois, and then Grubauer, maybe going one two to start the round robin, and then maybe decide based on that who's going to play the third game in the round robin. Yeah. I don't I don't see and like you said you the round robin matters but it doesn't at the same point. So I see them both getting at least one start in the round robin and then going. So. All right. Good enough. I just was curious on what you thought. Yep. Complete homerism. Sorry, boys. Oh, that's fine. That's what Should we, we need throw here. Greg's in there? Because we got, might as well piggyback it, Bob. Yeah, go for it. You want me to do it? What did yeah, Greg sure. say? All right. Oh, so we, had, yeah, we, say- asked, we asked Greg who he was going to have, and he was going full. Let's go Avs. There's going to be an avalanche. Uh, what did he say? Let me give a little explanation just so he – let's see. Western Conference feels like it's an easier road is what uh, Greg Mulfizi said. Lightning Bruins pens. I just don't know what to do with the East. Fuck the Blues repeating, so it's time for a fucking blizzard. Let's go Avs. <laughs> Classic Greg statement right there. Going Colorado is his cup winner. If he was in studio, he would be <laughs> jumping out of his seat, <laughs> p- pointing down at the ground like he does. <laughs> but uh, time for my picks. I also agree with Greg. I have no clue what is going on in the Eastern Conference. I just feel like a lot of wild cards. A lot of wild cards. I kind of wish that we podcasted like Friday, but you know, Friday's different. I wanted to see some of these exhibition games. Um because it's so hard to bet against Sidney Crosby and I want to bet for him, but like bet on him and the team. But they just seem like a two-line team. You know, and their defense not that good. I think the year that they their their third year that they won it with that like shambled decor. I don't think they could do that now. Now that every team is absolutely bang on healthy, you know. 
So I'm, I'm sticking with the lightning coming out of the East. Um, I, I don't think they'll be the number one seed. I think they'll probably lose to Boston or Washington and they'll be that number two seed and they'll go from there. But if you guys notice in that graphic that you sent Kyle, it's only that first round. And I think that basically yep. fulfills what I said of like reseeding after it. Cause it would be a true bracket if, uh, if there weren't reseeds. And I think Colorado is going to be coming out of the West. Wow. Um, I, I just think breaks like this it's max time. It is. Yes. I think he, he's like a Sidney Crosby 2.0, maybe not better than him, you know, accolade wise, but I think the will to win and the seriousness of his game. Uh, I think that's what basically what I mean in that factor. Um, I, I just can't see St. Louis repeating. They seem, they just seem like a team that is like a streaky freight train, you know, like once they get going, they're hard to slow down, but they got to get fucking going. And I just think – I think – I know I said that could benefit the older teams, but also, I mean, how many times do we see at the beginning of every season the teams that are young with the young kids, they just come out fucking flying. And I think, especially Rantanen, you know, knock on wood, he's back. Mm-hmm. I think Colorado is just going to be a fucking wagon. And I, I just – I'm ready for them to get back to glory, just like how I – I'm ready for, like, the, ni- the 90s dynasties to come back. Avs Devils matchups, Bob. Man. Come on, in a couple yep. years. Let's go. Let's go. Crossing my fingers come on. for um, And uh, Nikita Kucherov, Smythe winner. So you think Tampa mm-hmm. beats Colorado in the, in the final? Oh, yeah, I guess I forgot to say that. Uh, yes, I think this is their year. <laughs> Fair enough. I mean, if, if not, then Kucherov's the first ever player to win a contest on a losing team. Uh, player, no. not goalie. Not, player, not goalie. There you go. Nice uh, recovery. Recovery. Even though I would say a it was goalie actually, is not a, a recovery explanation. You're a resident stat guy, Tyler, so if you were wrong. You I wasn't get, wrong. I was lynched, explaining what, a, I know. what I was meaning by saying player. You'd get lynched by, the, by our followers. and you know. Yeah, all seven of them. Yeah, <laughs> they're gone by now. We've been on for almost an hour, you know. Yeah, I guess we can wrap we can wrap it up real quick. Hey, Kyle, did you look at that link I sent of Robin Leonard's pads? I did. Those are sick. They're incredible. Absolutely sick. He deserves the starting job simply for that reason. I agree. <laughs> Other than I don't know, Mark Andre Fleury's got some fucking pearly whites going, man. That guy, he's got that little glimmering smile when he makes stops on these guys. It, uh, I'd like to see them make a. I'd like to see him make another deep run. Honestly, me Just too. I love. I love. You know, I may flurry. He's a good, good, good guy. And I don't know. The playoffs are going to be awesome, man. I'm, 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 I'm absolutely yoked that there's going to be playoff hockey in August and September. And it's funny because I talk to like other people, like my brother. He's like, I'm not watching any hockey. It's summertime, and I'm like, well, see you later, buddy. I'll be watching hockey while I'm camping or while I'm sitting yeah. on my patio with my iPad or whatever. Like, I'm yoked to watch. And games are staggered, so you can watch more games oh. in more days. Yep. Watch every single one of them. I'll yep. be out at our cottage this weekend, and I was joking around with my family. I got them good, too. I'm like, you guys can go out on the boat. I'm going to stay inside and watch hockey because there's games on at 12, mm-hmm. 2, 3.30, 5, 8, mm-hmm. whatever it is. I was just rambling on. They're like, are you really going to sit inside and watch hockey all fucking day? And yes. I'm like, no. yes, but no. I'll just have it on in the background, you know, when we're eating lunch, when we're eating dinner. Honestly, I would screw the boat and watch hockey. No, not not this early in, not this early, maybe. Especially because oh, I need this. Come on, boy, I need this. Just inject this into my veins. Come on. If we, if this if, is my life here, I asked Bob if, if if it was New Jersey, different story. The boat would be sunken at the bottom of Lake Ontario, <laughs> according to him. Where's the boat? Yep, it's gone. I don't know. Watching, <laughs> watching the Devils. See you later. Yeah, I mean, I Beth know. doesn't know this yet, but we're watching hockey all day Saturday. Oh, yeah. oh. Nice. So, either I, I can't wait for that. And my girlfriend was like, are you really going to watch so much hockey when your team's not even in it? I'm like, A, thanks for the sick burn there. He <laughs> <laughs> couldn't even qualify when 78% of the league made it. Oh, my God. Uh, but, you know, let's go Coyotes. Hopefully they win. Get a pick there. Well, no, they, I think they need to get in and then win a round. Um, but, you know, if Vancouver just qualifies technically, I think we get their first round pick this year. 
I did see uh, one thing before we get into the Seattle conversation real quick, and then we'll wrap up. Um, I think depending on how many games the Stanley Cup finals go, couldn't we also see like free agency because free agency is X amount of days after the finals end that could also fall in the first round of the NHL draft on October 6th? Uh, they wouldn't do that. I'm Are pretty you sure? sure? Yeah, I thought the last day of the NHL play, uh, Stanley Cup was like October 5th or 4th, I thought I saw. Maybe I'm wrong. I, could I be thought wrong. I saw something on Twitter, like the schedule people were like, based off of when the final round could end, given the, like the amount of days that they bargained, we could potentially see free agency open up on the same day as the draft. But yeah, I think the league would nix that. I always thought the draft was a certain amount of days after the end, and then free agency would be after that. So it could be vice versa then. It could be the draft could fall on free agency. And they're changing. Is there there a set date for free agency or no? I thought it was was October 6th. For some reason, that date's sticking in my head. Um, But – and we could rendezvous with that in another pod in a few weeks um, once the playoffs really get going and we start seeing teams get eliminated mm-hmm. and we start finding more of this playoff information with conditional picks out. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know what is going to have a shit ton of conditional picks and that's going to be all the expansion draft details with Seattle officially known as the Kraken. What do we think about that? We'll, we'll wrap up with our thoughts on the Seattle Kraken um, on this pod. I'm a big fan. I'm a Seattle guy. What the people I, wanted. That's what I'm so yeah. happy about. Oh, I'm so just – when I, I watched the the presentation that they did and when they said, like, it was one of the first things that everyone was, uh, you know, posting about, talking about, coming to our little site that they had. They have, like, an office space that has, like, a miniature thing of their stadium and you can, like, sign – for tickets and stuff like that and buy shirts now, probably. Um, they, they were like, we want the Kraken. I think they there was people on Twitter jokingly saying, like, Seattle natives didn't really want Kraken, but, like, everyone outside of Seattle wanted Kraken. So <laughs> I'm a huge Seattle Sounders guy, the MLS, uh, and I just like the city. I don't know if I'll be going there anytime soon since it's basically on fire. Um, <laughs> but I'm going to be a huge crackhead, that's for sure. Yeah, I, I like I like I like the unis like like what I've seen so far. Um, yeah, no complaints out of me. All in, Davey. Unis are nice and you know simple, mm-hmm. different colors too, which is nice to see. Mm-hmm. So, well, it'll be interesting what they do for their third jersey though. Once they get one, they already so have a third of, and a fourth. Do they? I didn't yeah. see those on. They uh, on the Thirty One Thoughts podcast that came out on Monday, um, in an interview. Uh, Ted Lewicki, who's like the CEO of the team, yeah. uh, maybe slipped it, slipped it out when he shouldn't have, and said they already have a third and fourth. Design. Oh, but they haven't. The design hasn't been released, though, right? Correct, but they already oh, have. Oh, okay. So yeah. if you know, I, I knew. I figured they kind of had them in the bank somewhere, but mm-hmm. they, I want to see what they look like. They probably had to, so yeah. because you know, I think every team needs. When Adidas came in, it was like, we're only doing primaries and secondaries. Also, I was having this conversation, too. It's like, when, why does the NHL have to have home and aways where, like, aways is predominantly white? Why can't the NHL go to, like, the soccer method and have primaries and secondaries where if you don't have conflicting colors of, like, your best jersey, wear your best jersey? You know, like, that way the Red Wings could always wear red or the Blackhawks could wear their reds. You know, Montreal, where they're Reds, wherever they go, if they're color playing. Color on color. Exactly. Like if they're playing the Dallas Stars, who are green, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. wear your best yeah, jerseys. I'm, and I'm all if, for that. And then if didn't, they can conflict, go ahead. Uh, didn't uh, Carolina, when they played a team this year, did they do that? Because it was color on color. I think they had their blacks, and I forget who they played, but maybe it was last year. But No, no, it was this past season because I know a, their owner was like, can we just wear our reds? Yeah. Yeah, something. It was color on color. It looked great. You know, the whites are so, you know, they're just so uniform pretty much across the board. They all look the same, basically. So, it's nice to see the team's actual, you know, 
colors. Mm-hmm. I know all the all the oldies are like, oh, they used to wear white at home, you know. Uh, but that's boring. Yeah. That's yeah. boring. See that old timer. There are some teams in the league that ha- like I I those the the Sabers fiftieth anniversary gold ones. Those are top notch. Yeah. Those are quality. I I love the Devils white jerseys, but you know like I could do without like San Jose's whites. You know I'm guessing it's got to be some sort of revenue play. I'm guessing. They got to yeah. just have the options. Like someone might not like, like you said, like the primary right. color jerseys or yeah. Like they might be like, Oh, Nerd, get out of here. Yeah. Well, team. Yeah. We might like that, but there's probably people out there that are like, Oh, I'd rather have a, you know, a white abs jersey or this or whatever, but what, you know, that's you can still offer them. You, you can. Still, yeah. I guess I agree with that. Just, you should just wear them when, you know, it's Red Wings correct. versus Blackhawks, you know, correct. Correct. So something like that. It would make teams more identifiable for sure. Mm-hmm. And it would drive their creative teams to, you know, if they're ever going through rebrands to like push for yep. new color palettes that aren't really around, you know, yep. trying to be, trying to be more white. unique and stuff. Yep. So, but Agreed. either way, I'm excited to see them in. And with this flat cap coming through for the next three seasons, they are going to reap the rewards again, just like Vegas did. Uh, along with other teams, you know, like New Jersey, I think we could t- take advantage of people's cap situ- uh, scenarios, situations. I almost just said scenarios. <laughs> Combine the words. Sounds like me right there. But, uh, you know, let's go hockey. We're oh, back. Yeah, baby. Still golf season, though. It's clarifying. Oh, I know. I know. Yeah. Don't I know? We still got four more majors to uh Sure do. Holy after. shit, this fall is going to be amazing. Wow. Oh, yeah. So we'll end with that. We'll uh we'll rendezvous in a couple weeks. You know, maybe after the the playing rounds are done, we'll come back and look back at our predictions and our assumptions. You know? Yep. Sounds Before good. For the real quote playoffs, playoffs. unquote. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I agree. I think we should. <laughs> All righty. Mm-hmm. Nice. nice. It uh been good. Glad we got the rust off. There's a ton of ton of dust on the ground over here from from my microphone and from from my vocal cords haven't had to speak like this in months so i'm (laughs) I'm glad we're able to get back at it and uh you know this quarantine it hasn't been fun it hasn't been real fun at all so we can't even sign off like that anymore but uh we'll see you next time folks let's go hockey (laughs) release the kraken